Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Are you ready for some fun in the sun? Well, today we're going to do what we normally do. We're going to do a four minute warm up and then what we're going to get into is 10 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, all adding up to 40 minutes. This has been the week of the 40 minutes, really. Each of them, you're going to have a two minute rest in between, but you're going to do the pace and stroke rate slightly differently. So the 10 minutes we're going to do at 24 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 12 pace. And then the five minutes you're going to do around about your 10K stroke rate and at 2K plus 10 pace, which should be round about your 10K. Now, as such, this is week three, session five of the 10K plan, but don't worry about it. You don't have to be doing the 10K plan in order to enjoy this row. This is a, a fantastic tempo row that will teach you um, that kind of feeling of um, exposure to hardship of, of how tough it's going to be to be able to row for a long period of time that you just have to kind of push through. It's not going to be one that's going to completely destroy you and leave you on the floor, but it is going to be a hard effort you have to get through. Okay, so this is what I call a mid-tier work out the tempo workout where it's not about foundation it's not about max it's right in the middle okay so let's get into our four minute warm-up to start all this off now as always we go to our drag factor first and set that where we want it to be i'm kind of rocking around about 115 right now you might want to do that you might want to check out the video i have on this channel that tells you about drag factor and some suggestions where you might want to set it if you're not using a concept two and you're using a machine with just a kind of a risk resistance then set it to a point where you feel like you get a good kind of resistance from the stroke but not so much that you're having to heave with your back and arms in order to get it moving remember your power comes from the legs next up Go to your monitor if you can set it to eye height please do rather than having to look up or looking down and finally if you're able to adjust your foot stretcher height set it to a point where you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically comfortably okay if you're setting it too high chances are you're going to be a little bit compressed and not quite able to get there too low you might go flying straight past that hyperextend, and that can cause kind of injury or if nothing else power leak okay so four minute warm-up we do this at 18 strokes per minute and then we're going to start off the power is really only going to be the same as like a bodyweight squat because we're just going to work on our timing and then we'll increase the pace a little bit and then all will be good okay shades on here we go then 18 strokes a minute warm-up in three two one go now the timing what i mean is getting the timing between your foot press when you drive your feet into the machine and when the handle connects to the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever you're using, you want them both to happen at the same time. So you press with your feet at exactly the same instant, the handle picks up the flywheel. And that way, all of the power from your legs and your feet goes into the handle. If you push before you connect, you'll find your butt goes scooting out from underneath you. And if you pull before your feet, you'll find you get this weird elbow grab thing happening first. Before you get a chance to put the power in. So continue working on that timing, trying to get instant between feet and hands, but start to increase your pace up to around about 2k plus 20 pace. Now, if you don't know what I mean by 2k plus or minus, then check out the description to this video where it's described in better detail than I'm about to say. But basically you row a two kilometer time trial 
divide your resulting time by four, that gives you your average pace to cover 500 meters in that time trial. And that is your 2K training pace. So when you set your monitor to show your 500 meter split time, that's your 2K pace. Then you just add, subtract what I tell you to. Right, let's take one foot out, put it on the ground, continue rowing. Two minutes worth of drills to do to finish off this warm up. Don't let your technique get too weird just because you've only got one foot in. You still want your arms straight as you drive from the front. Nice up forward lean and you push with your legs and then finish with the arms. One more, swap feet. Continue with the other leg. Keep an eye on whether there's a pace or power change as you change legs. One or two seconds is fine. Anything more than that, you might have a bit of a imbalance to your body, pushing more one than the other. One stronger than the other. Okay, one more. Both feet in, legs straight. Just roll with your back and arms. So swing over your hips, pull in your arms, push out your arms, swing over your hips. Have a good run. Julie's away for a run. She's having a run in the sun. We're having some fun in the sun. Let's swing over your hips, in with your arms, out with your arms, back over your hips. Important to get that power generation from your back. Right, roll to the front of the machine, straight arms, forward lean, and just press out. Try to hold that forward lean straight arms so you can just get used to being in this position. If you press too hard and swing back, make sure to get that forward lean back again. Straight arms. Work on that timing between your feet and the flywheel. Remember not to over lean into the front. One more, go oh, quickly, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll talk more technique stuff in the first couple of intervals of today's session. So if that was all very fast and you're like, what's it, a forward lean, backward lean, what? Don't worry about it, we'll get through that. So continue moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink and I'll quickly fly through one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay then, so today's row, we're gonna start off 10 minutes at 24 strokes a minute and 2K plus 12 pace. Then we're gonna rest for two minutes. Then we're gonna do five minutes at whatever your 10K stroke rate is and at 2K plus 10 pace, which should be round about your 10K pace. Then we're gonna take two minutes rest. Then we're gonna do both of them again. And then we're gonna take two minutes rest and then we're gonna finish off with 10 minutes at the end. So we're going 10, five, 10, five, 10 adding up to 40 minutes, woohoo, we're all done. <laughs> then I had a little cool down afterwards. So the important thing here is really just to try and hold your pace through all of these, okay? This is meant to be a, a hard tempo session where you're having to push through in order to continue, but you shouldn't really feel that there's a point where you can't continue. Maybe that last 10 minutes, but We'll have to see how we get there. Um, I'm a little bit worried about dehydration again today, but hey, let's see how we get on. At least I've got sun cream, hey? And I've got a towel, and I've even got, just in case we need it for one of for the closing intervals, I've even got a headband. Just because there's sun cream going into my eyes. I'm such a wuss. <laughs> let's hope we don't need that, because I don't look good in a headband. Okay, last drink for me.
Here we go then. 24 strokes per minute, 2K plus 12 pace for 10 minutes. In three, two, one, go. Right. Just settle into your stroke rate and your pace. You can follow me for stroke rate, either by watching me on the video, or if you are listening to this in the podcast, then the whoosh of my flywheel and my speech pattern should give you an indication of when I'm rowing. But then hopefully, after run about a minute or so, you'll have locked in your stroke rate anyway, and you won't really need to think about watching me or listening to me. Once you hit that groove, it's all just about maintaining it and keeping the rhythm going. And after all, the rowing stroke is all about rhythm. Your body positions how you move, the sequence you do it in, is all about rhythm. And that helps you to achieve the stroke rates you're looking for, but also it really plays into efficiency. And a lot of the times when people suffer from a fitness point of view, it's not actually their fitness that's letting them down. It's their efficiency as they're rowing that's letting them down. And really, that comes down to not using the right position to get the power into the machine and then not really recovering in the best way. Remember, recovery is meant to be exactly that. A period of time where you can recover after each stroke. So if you are still using lots of muscles on the recovery because you don't have good rhythm, that will also impact your efficiency. And really, 
what I'm talking about there is the folks that pull on the foot straps with their feet at the back of the stroke either to stop themselves or to kind of tug themselves back up the rail to the front of the machine because you don't need to do that and when you do that you are not only using muscles that you don't need to be using you're kind of wasting the opportunity of your body's momentum to help you out okay five minutes to go on this first interval I'm figuring your heart rate will be up maybe around 70% if you have something showing you your percentage of maximum heart rate I'm running erg zone here and that tells me my heart rate percentage that's okay this first interval will just get you nicely sorted like I say this is meant to be a good old tough tempo workout that will teach you the tenacity that you will need in order to complete your 10k row right quick technique follow on because really all I've been saying is what not to do the efficiency at the front comes from coming into the front of the machine with your arms straight and a forward lean into the front to round about one o'clock on the clock face then you push your legs into the machine to generate the power however in order to efficiently get it in you need to hold those straight arms and forward lean the forward lean until at least halfway through the leg drive and then you don't pull your arms in until 
after you've started that swing of your back and your back goes from that one o'clock position just into 11 o'clock backwards any further than that you're risking tiring out your core and possible injury so unless you are used to doing that I recommend for the time being just doing one o'clock to eleven o'clock and then get the handle away from you over your knees while also getting back in to that forward lean so that by the time the handle is past your knees all you have to do is bend your knees and you will effortlessly slide to the front of the machine without needing to tug your feet on the foot straps there you go, so that's all I want you to think about for now hands away, lean, recover hands, body, knees hands, body, knees we'll talk more as we get through today's session okay, three two one two minutes rest make sure to drink especially if you're in the blistering sun like I am it's not very often you get to see the phrase blistering sun in Glasgow and certainly it's not very often you get to say that on the 1st of September I know YouTube sits in a time bubble where you could be watching this in February you're like it's not the 1st of September John this is definitely not the 1st of February in Glasgow so I'm breaking the breaking the fourth wall by telling you the date today but you know what I quite like having a historical account of this 1st of September 2021 news of the day I'm not going to tell you that news of the day is never good it's never a puppy had puppies or dog had puppies if a puppy had puppies that's not good news dog having puppies way too young that's bad news okay 25 seconds to go if you haven't already just kind of rock your backside slightly on the seat that alleviates the pressure between your sit bones and your glutes which are probably getting squished by your sit bones 
Okay, 10 seconds to go. Now remember, this is five minutes at your 10K stroke rate and at 2K plus 10. Four, three, two, one, go. Now I'm gonna be up round about 26 to 28 for this. I'll try and keep an eye on it, let you know what I'm at, pace-wise and rate-wise. So, I'm bouncing between 26 and 27 and my pace is bouncing between 2k plus 9 and 2k plus 10 so cooking the pace a little bit heavy for the fact this is the, only the first five minute interval but like I said, this is meant to be a manageable workout. So I'm not surprised. But there we go. Settling into 26 and 2k plus 10. I'll tend to do a 10k. at this stroke rate and pace for the first <laughs> where'd that whistle come from? for the first like 7,000 meters and then I'll start to increase the power from my legs then stroke rate and kind of alternate increasing more of a push from my legs and stroke rate so that by the end of a 10k I'm closer to 2k stroke rate and pace remember especially on these intervals that your pace comes from leg push and stroke rate it's not about more of a pull from your arms that's why you keep your arms straight at the drive so that that power goes up through your back which is hopefully still on a forward lean into your arms then your hands and then you're really just hanging off the handle feeling that power surge into the handle and into the machine so it doesn't feel like you're ever pulling 
on the handle up until that closing point here when you do pull and finish nice and strong all right 45 seconds to go hopefully you're feeling the same as me where you're having to keep the pressure up to stick to your pace but especially with only 25 seconds to go you're not worried you're not thinking you can't make it almost there one two two strokes to go two one there you go so that'll have topped you up a little bit higher intensity wise possibly heart rate wise as well I finished 81% of max the first time round and then that one 88% you can go back in time just need to work out how to create 1.21 gigawatts from the machine Excuse me for the lack of chat while I wipe my forehead. Still don't need the headband. It's almost like the headband of shame. Like when your dog goes to the vet and gets a cone on them. The cone of shame. And the headband of shame is like, you've overheated, you've not drunk enough. But like I say, it's there to try and stop sweat getting into my eyes. Oh, sorry, perspiration. Horses sweat, we perspire. But yeah, I've done enough sessions with you with my sunglasses on and my eyes closed because perspiration has got into my eyes. And I certainly don't want to combine Nivea sun cream. Other sun creams are available. <sighs> That'll turn it around. That does look like an advert for, I don't know if you can see the bottom of the machine, but my sun cream was facing the camera as though it was an advert. Okay, 15 seconds to go. Wiggle your backside. Make sure you're comfortable. 10 seconds to go. We're back to 24 strokes a minute and at 2K plus 12 pace. Look at that. I got on topic. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. So 10 minutes again. Hopefully, you'll be able to hit your stroke rate and pace. A little bit quicker than last time and certainly you should feel a bit more glued to it once you get there it's only two seconds and two strokes a minute difference but I can certainly feel that my legs aren't needing to put in quite as much of a shove in order to 
get my rate and pace correct today on this interval anyway. Like I say, I'm not saying pull less or pull harder. I'm talking about the leg drive because really that's what controls both your pace and stroke rate and they're kind of tied together if you push harder with your legs you're putting more force into the handle making the wheel spin faster and as a result your drive speed should be a little bit faster when you push harder with your legs and then remember what I was saying about rhythm your recovery rhythm goes in tandem with your drive phase so in order to speed up stroke rate you have a slightly faster drive and a slightly faster recovery what you certainly don't want is a slow drive and a quick recovery to keep your rate up I suppose a really quick drive and slower recovery isn't the end of the world but like I keep saying the stroke is all about flow and rhythm which really comes into its own at both ends of the machine as you change directions So you slide into the front and then try to minimize any pause at the front as much as you can. Sometimes that's down to really thinking about sliding in and then instantly pushing back with the feet and again the reason you don't want to pause at the front is that if you have recovered enough to the front of the machine 
with that forward lean and you've slid in your seat far enough five minutes gone that your shins are pointing vertically then you're like a coiled spring at the front and the longer you hold that coiled spring the more it wants to uncoil in this instance by sending your backside out from underneath you and I say your I really mean mine but then you also want to use rhythm at the back of the stroke to help your recovery so this comes from the pace that you pull the handle in at you release it at at the same pace not slower not faster just in out one two And that rhythm recycles momentum through your body and your arms away trigger that forward rock over your hips so that once you're hands are past your knees you're in the perfect position to just bend your knees and recover without having to think about straightening your arms or thinking about leaning forwards get there before you bend your knees and that will reduce your chances of over leaning into the front of the machine which also sends your butt scoots behind you two minutes to go And remember, your arms should really feel loose, maybe braced, but still loose through the stroke. So as you come forwards, shoulders loose, nice and relaxed, as though you're a zombie 
you'll never see a tense zombie. So maybe in the rest period, we'll think about this more. Even then, as you drive with the legs, your arms just brace against that power. You don't go rigid and tense. Even as you come into a finish, it's all about muscles. It's not about tension. Okay, 10 strokes to go. Almost there, six, five. Should be okay to finish this one. Two, last one. One. There we go, 25 minutes done. We're past halfway. Hopefully you hit a good solid groove through that one. Like I say, effort's up there, but not to a point that you think you can't manage. And even if you were approaching that towards the end of that 10 minutes, this two minute recovery will sort you out, as will the fact we're only doing five minutes on the next interval. So this is all designed to work you hard, but not that hard. My heart rate was another 3% up, finished at 91 on that one, so there's definitely a drift going on, but judging by the heat radiating off me. Ah, I think it's more about heat than it is about effort. So that's a minute 15 in. My heart rate's gone from 168 to 115. I'll see if I can keep an eye on it and tell you what it is just before we hit 10 seconds to go. Because I've said before, I just track heart rate for more about my recovery between intervals. It's interesting to see how high it gets during an interval, but I'm not that fast. Unless I see it goes to 110%, in which case I'll stop. Okay, 15 seconds to go, give your backside a little bit of a wriggle. I'm down at 98 beats. So that's a good recovery as far as I'm concerned. Okay, five minutes at 10K pace and rate in five, four, three, two, one, go. Remember, you're only doing this twice today. And it's only five minutes. So you should easily be able to get through this interval at 2k plus 10. I'd maybe warn against going faster on this interval if you feel you've got it in you. Just complete this one at 2k plus 10 and then if you feel you've got it 
in you to push the last 10 minutes by a couple of seconds, then go for it. But only if you can hold that pace the whole way through. I'd even rather you did the first five minutes at the correct pace and then just increased for the last five minutes because you should be fit enough to complete this entire workout to pace and it is all about holding intensity it's not about going 100% for five minutes blowing your system and then needing to limp home at 20% I'd much rather you held 80 to 90% that's 8 or 9 out of 10 on the intensity scale effort scale and then went up to 10 to finish okay especially as this is week 3 session 5 of the 10k plan and you should get at least one day rest before kicking off week 4 then you're allowed to take the last interval past that mid-tier intensity and go more towards top I don't think I will mostly because it's so hot <sighs> okay I hope you're still locked in with rate and pace it's only one minute to go 26 strokes for me so you should just be looking at the timer realising that's ah, alright it's only 40 seconds I can do this and even if you want to switch off your brain just count in fours one two three four one 
two, three, four. It's all about rhythm. Three won't do it, five won't do it. Four is the magic number. And I think we've just found today's hashtag for the end of the row. Four is the magic number. But it does. Counting in fours just gets you into a rhythm, which is important. But also, because you're resetting your count every like eight or nine seconds, you don't really have time to linger on the intensity. You're just starting again, four, starting again, four. It's on the mind. Like when I'm doing a 1,000 meter time trial. Hang on, drink. Oh, Ooh, it's cold. I'm doing a 1,000 meter time trial. I count in 11s. So I know it takes me around about 110 strokes to finish it. So if I count up to 11 and start again, start again. Although that breaks my rule of four. I'm not thinking, I've got a thousand meters to go or I've got 500 meters to go. I'm just thinking about the next 11 each time. I've said before, you can usually withstand 10 seconds of anything. 11 strokes, to be honest, is 20 seconds, but hey. I'm just saying, play with your mind. Okay, 15 seconds to go, wriggle your backside. Make sure you're comfortable. So we're slowing back down to 24 strokes a minute. 2k plus 12 in five, four, three, two, one, and we're off. And don't be surprised or worried if the intensity drifts up on this one. It may not, you might be perfectly fine, but I'm just putting the call out to everybody there or out there. I was too busy caveating what I said. I dropped a second. That's better. So I finished the last one up at 93% max heart rate. And I'm going to figure I'll be closer to 95 by the end of this 10 minute interval but you have to factor in two things for me number one I'm rowing outside in around about 24 degree sun, which I know is a winter for a lot of you, but for a pasty face white boy like me from Scotland, this is summer. 
so I'm certainly feeling the effects of intense exercise in heat but also you may have noticed that I don't shut up when I'm rowing with you apart from the odd breather break I pretty much talk non-stop which does play havoc with breathing patterns and certainly adds an element of increased cardio intensity that I'd hope you're not going through unless you're on your machine spending your entire workout telling me to shut up but I'm here to keep you company to help you from a technique point of view because talking about your arm positions your leg drive recovery being up on your sit bones at the front in a powerful braced posture and then making sure to engage your core from the beginning of the stroke all the way to the back all these things although I don't expect you to follow and implement every single one of them instantly the way I see it if I talk about them in every workout oh yeah that's Julie back then it's got more of a chance of filtering through alright five minutes to go So, a lot of what I say might just be white noise. I certainly think that when I talk to my kids, all they hear is white noise or wah wah wah, wah wah wah, your room. <laughs> So, really, I'm just company 
in your ear during your workouts so that you keep on going through them there is no stop option for me whereas if you're listening to music there is Whew. so I'm just your rowing buddy your companion which I think is probably why I don't spend my time talking to you about hit me up on Instagram or whatever because that's not going to help your rowing three minutes to go what's going to help your rowing is chat about technique and keeping you entertained and distracted through the sessions whether they're mid-duration tempo like this one or the long low stroke rates or the fast sprint stuff okay two minutes I'm just here to help you get through them not improve my business or make money out of you okay almost there a minute and a half 36 strokes did you decide to sprint and increase your pace or did I distract you in which case we are at a minute to go so lots of power from the legs hold your stroke rate and try to keep good form don't over lean at either end just push harder with your legs 10 9 8 come on 7 
six, five, four, three, two, Second collar. Oh, okay. Well, that was a spicy finish. It was all very nine out of ten until that last minute kicked in. I didn't need the headband, although let's put it on for the cool down. Ready for this? Oh yeah! Oh, it's all warm from sitting in the sun. Have a drink. Oh, wow. And then we'll kick into a two minute cool down. Oops, I didn't set it. One second. Connect, send. So much more easier to just load it up on the ErgZone app than it is to do button presses on the PM5. Okay, two minute cooldown, 18 strokes a minute, in three, two, one, go. Oh, well, that was a rough start. <laughs> and that's exactly why you need to do a cooldown. Is that my muscles were kind of depleted and tired from how I ended that last few strokes. Got down to pretty much 2K minus one, which I'm quite pleased with, to be honest. But my legs and body were like, oh, what have you done? And so on that first stroke of this cooldown, my body's memory was being tired from the end of the main workout. So, this two minute cooldown then resets my body's memory of how it feels to row, which means that my memory, when it comes to thinking about rowing, isn't one of exhaustion and being tired. And the same goes for my body as well. I mean, obviously I'm not saying that I'm ready to do all that all over again after just a minute and a half of a cooldown, but I'm definitely set up better for my next workout because I'm cooling down. There you go. How to talk about a cooldown for a minute and a half. Oh, okay, 10 seconds to go. Three strokes for me. And then when I'm done, you either continue rowing lightly or use this time as I say goodbye to stretch, pack up your stuff, all that kind of stuff. Don't just climb off, go for a shower and stuff. Make sure and stretch at least. That's going to have been a quite tough workout for your thighs, probably your shoulders as well from hanging on those strokes were so long. 
especially if you're not used to rowing 40 minutes in total. Although, if you are doing the 10k plan, then this is the end of week three, and quite a lot of the sessions have been 40 minutes duration-ish, so you should be okay for a duration point of view, and you had two minutes rest, so what are you complaining about? <laughs> anyway, right, so we did bring up the hashtag earlier on in the row, so if you can leave a comment either on YouTube channel, which is always the best place to leave a comment because then other people can see it. I mean, not that I want to push the socials thing, but if you comment, if you watch, then other people go, oh look, loads of people have watched and commented on this. And then they're more likely to watch it instead of going to someone either with a lofty elevation or equine based. See what I did there? Um, yeah, so if you're going to leave a comment, use the hashtag four is the magic number, because it is. Okay, if ever you're in a, a tough, tough spot in the rowing machine here in a 500 meter time trial and it's all getting a little bit on the nasty side just count strokes of four no more don't even count sets of those fours just go one two three four one two three four one two three it's like geese i'm sure i remember reading when i was young i mean maybe even said on here that geese can only cap going up to three i think they go one two three a lot <laughs> how they know who knows but maybe a goose walked into a bar and said three whiskeys please and then one of his friends came in and he went oh uh, a lot of whiskies, please. And they went, ah, geese can only count to three. Scientific proof, that's what that is. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, four is the magic number. Because it is. Okay. And which was why we did four intervals today and why, yeah, so many fours. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm off on a tangent. So I am going to go have some lunch because this is me at the end of my 16 hour fast and I am starving. I'm going to have a nice chicken salad today. Sorry, it's not very exciting. It's only a Wednesday, so I'm not having spaghetti or anything. And plus, it's only a lunchtime. Who has spaghetti for lunch? Heathens, that's who. Same people that don't have spaghetti on a Friday night, to be honest. So, yeah, so I'm going to go have some lunch and I'm going to sit out in this incredible weather. I don't think you can quite see it because, again, you just see the fence behind, but you can see it looks shadows. You never get shadows in Scotland. So, yeah, it's amazing. And I've got a week off, which is why I'm making a few of these videos this week. It's like winning, I say this all the time. If you have a day off on a day like this in Scotland, you've won the lottery. <laughs> There's no point in ever buying a ticket because it's just amazing. It's not breath of wind. I'm going to be absolutely frazzled, but hey, I'm a happy boy. So that's all that matters, eh? Got to roll in the sun and spend some time with you. So thank you so much for being here and for putting up with me for yet another one of these videos. I do hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to leave me a comment. Do check out some of my other videos on the channel. There's well over 250 different workouts you can pick from now. And remember, just because it's part of a plan doesn't mean you have to be in the 2K plan to do that session. If you like the look of eight times two minutes with one minute rest, just go do it. Just because it's part of the 2K plan doesn't mean you're suddenly getting sucked into that. So there we go. Right. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye.